Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. to the Haskell Black Forum. It's February 20, uh, 20th, 2021. Yeah, we're in the second uh, month of the year already, and this, you know, this is a short month. Still in Black History Month, yeah. February, my birth month. Oh, yeah, I had a birthday a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Oh, you get the fast week birthday senior to roll around, but uh, we still here at a race of uh, race of the man upstairs. I don't know. I don't know if that's a man or I know it's a higher power. I'll say that. I don't know if it's a man or not. Anybody know? Hey, y'all. Uh, welcome again to the Haskell Black Forum. Tracy, friends, what's up? I want to send out my condolences to the Robertson family up in Ohio. Lost a dear friend of man and, uh, and uh, a member of that family, Mr. What we call him? Boots Robertson. Alvin Robertson's father. You all probably know Alvin Robinson, the NBA great. His father, I uh, know his whole family, in fact, but from Barberton, Ohio, up there, and uh, he went on to uh, transition uh, the other day, and uh, just want to send my uh, our condolences out to them, to that family, along with our prayers. Go out to uh, the Robertson family, Robertson, Ohio. Yeah. Mr. Plain started dropping stuff. Looks like it dropped stuff all over this neighborhood out in, uh, where is that, at uh, Colorado? Broomfield, Colorado, there. Scary stuff. That's amazing, that plane, that one engine exploded, and they were able to uh, turn around and land. It was on its way to Hawaii. I guess it's a good thing that they hadn't got out over uh, the Atlantic or wherever uh, yet. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know what we do out here. We advocate, advocate on behalf of America's African descent. Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, his lawyer, 
a couple of uh, uh, far-right uh, white supremacist groups, uh, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. These people are nothing short of uh, a modern-day KKK uh, outfit show. The Proud Boys and uh, the Oath Keepers, as far as I'm concerned. The Oath Keepers, in fact, got a lot of ex-military and police officers in that group, and, and some current ones at that also belong to this extremist uh, group there who was who literally attacked our government. Who literally attacked our representatives to try and prevent them from doing the job that we elected them uh, uh, to do. We can't have that. You know, they outside of the law. We they have got to be prosecuted. And this law um filing the district court of uh, uh the District of Columbia. Uh, it's interesting. But y- y'all check it out. It's uh Uh, Ronnie Thompson v. versus Donald J. Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Proud Boys, and the Oath Keepers of the uh, the defendants in the case. Uh, the plaintiff, of course, is. Congressman Benny uh, Thompson, and uh, since I know uh, uh, Hank Johnson, Congressman from Georgia, has also joined that uh, that uh, lawsuit. So, yes, it's heavy stuff, yeah. This is heavy stuff, and. Uh, Yeah, this is heavy. And at the very least, somebody's going to have to send some money to defend themselves. The defendant's going to have to send some money to defend themselves. And they have got a ton of... uh, Supporting evidence, you know, including uh, some of the material that uh, uh, the House of Representatives presented in their impeachment uh, effort against Donald Trump. Uh, just to introduce to the thing, let you know how uh, serious it is. It's, uh, this is introduction to the lawsuit 
on or before, and I'm, I'm reading, on and before January 6, 2021, the defendants, Donald J. Trump, Rudolph W. Giuliani, Proud Boys, and Oath Keepers conspired to incite an assembled crowd to march upon the center, march upon and enter the capital of the United States for the common purpose of disrupting by the use of force, intimidation, and threat the approval by Congress of the count of votes cast by members of the Electoral College as required by Article 2, Section 1 of the United States Constitution. In doing so, the defendants each intended to prevent and ultimately delay members of Congress from discharging their duty commanded by the United States Constitution to approve the results of the Electoral College in order to elect the next president and vice president of the United States. Plaintiff, the Honorable Benny G. Thompson, member of the United States House of Representatives, brings this action against the defendants for conspiring to prevent him and other members of Congress from discharging these official duties in violation of, this is the legal uh, statute that uh, that uh, is cited in here, the uh, Cuca Klan Act of 1871 says, in violation of 42 U.S. Code 1985, enacted as the Ku Klux Klan Act in 1871. Section 8, 1985, was intended to protect against conspiracies through violence and intimidation that sought to prevent members of Congress from discharging their official duties. The statute was enacted in response to violence and intimidation in which the Ku Klux Klan and other organizations were engaged during that time period. So this is precisely the act that need, I need to be uh, in, uh, used to uh, bring these... Uh, I call them criminals to justice, you Insurrectionists to justice. This is the exact act, the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871. We got a bunch of people literally, literally attacking our government. I call it, you know, it's. it's Treason, as far as I'm concerned, although treason has to do with uh, a war, uh, uh, has to do with uh, when uh, the United States is at war. I mean, if someone's attacking our government, that is an act of war, in my mind. So, yeah, but they call it sedition or whatever. But uh, nevertheless, that, that's treason in my mind, and, you know, one could make that argument. I could make it. 
We're going to follow it. The NAACP is, and I'm I'm a member of the NAACP, y'all. In fact, I'm sending them money for this effort. I think everybody needs to, uh, the American Americans need to uh, kind of keep up with this thing, see what's going on here. Because this that was a serious thing that went on on uh, January of the 6th, y'all. That was really serious. And it was aimed at suppressing uh, the black vote. It was aimed at suppressing the black vote, yeah. In a, in a large way, I mean, that was uh, its intent. Uh, Donald Trump. Want us to do away with millions of uh, black folks. We can't have that. Not in our democracy. They've been trying to suppress and stop our vote. And right now, the state of Georgia is already uh, is up to uh, uh, no good and trying to uh, make it harder for black people here in the state of Georgia to vote. And we have got to get out in uh, uh, March, if necessary, to uh, make sure that uh, that doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen. I mean, while the state government should be doing everything in its power to make it easier for its citizens to cast a vote, uh, you got uh, these characters down there at the state house <laughs> trying to do everything they can to prevent uh, a certain segment of uh, the Georgia society from voting, uh, namely black people. You don't mind that, uh, 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 you know, people can vote uh, who uh, is voting for them. But uh, <laughs> as soon as uh, uh, they figure out things ain't going their way, they try to put up roadblocks to uh, suppress the vote. We can't have that. We got to get engaged. We got to get back engaged. That was why it was so devastating when the Supreme Court uh, 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 Tampered with the Voting Rights Act of 18, uh, 1965, Voting Rights Act, uh, when they watered that thing down, uh, we got to pass this uh, John Lewis uh, Voting Rights Act to uh, ensure that states can't arbitrarily uh, disenfranchise um, uh, millions of its, uh, its citizens uh, in order to uh, keep a certain group in power. We can't have that, yeah. That's February 20th, yeah. 2021. Uh, it's a short month. This is Black History Month. And, uh, on, on the Black History, I, I urge all my listening audience to go uh, go check out this uh, Q Club Clan Act of 1871. Read up on that thing. It's, it's, it's really heavy. And I know it 
it's not uh, used that often, but uh, <clears throat> now, now it's exactly uh, the, the thing that happened on January the 6th is exactly the type of violence and intimidation that uh, the act was designed to uh, hold people accountable It was exactly the type of uh, intimidation against our elected officials that uh, the act was intended to uh, prevent and at the very least hold those responsible accountable. So, yeah, check up on that. For, let's see a Black History assignment. This, we got one more week next week. It's our last week that we'll be uh, will be our last week, last show on Black History, a while Black History Month is in, is in. So, this is your assignment for this week. Y'all go read up on it next week when we come back. Uh, be ready because I'm gonna be. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have some questions for y'all. See if y'all. Uh, see if y'all have done your homework. Yeah, I'm bringing that. No doubt. What's <laughs> uh, going on? I uh. I started looking at, I think I must have told y'all, did I get into this uh, a couple of shows back? I started looking at the, uh, I guess it's a, what is it, Amazon, is it Amazon? I guess Amazon video, uh, flip, something like Netflix, it did the uh, bio on, uh, or the documentary on uh The title of it was One Night in Miami, but I think it has to do with the story of Sam Cooke's record, The Time is, uh, Change is Going to Come, where uh, the picture uh, uh, deals with this one night where Muhammad Ali, uh, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and Malcolm X were together uh, for one night uh, leading up to... Uh, that recording it was in Miami in 1963. It's a fascinating, fascinating uh, story. Uh, yeah, I'll go check it out. And uh, in that in that uh, movie, uh, Sam Cooke, uh, the guy that was playing Sam Cooke, he uh, was singing this one song that... Uh, Was singing this one song, but uh, I I never heard it. And uh, in fact, I don't think the song was never. I don't think the song was ever released, but it was recorded in 1963. And I was trying to figure out. I said, "What well, time? That's Sam Cooke. I just like Sam Cooke, but that's you know I don't remember that music by him. And uh, I got all his stuff. And uh, <laughs> but come to find out, I pulled the. Uh, 
tuned out, and it was his younger brother, L.C. Cook, who had recorded this the song back in 1963. The song never got uh, released. Uh, never got released, and uh, uh, seemed like to me uh, the story has it. I, you know, I, I wasn't familiar with his brother L.C. Cook. In fact, he just died. When I, I did pull it down and uh, check out uh, the story. His brother, L.C. Cook, was like two years younger than Sam, because he was Sam's younger brother. And uh, they sung in a couple of religious groups around Chicago there before Sam broke off and uh, went his own way there. But Sam started a record company. Sam was a businessman. Sam Cook was a, a, a pretty successful entrepreneur. He had created his own record label. He had signed his brother up. And uh, he had recorded this uh, album, some 10 tracks, uh, 10 or 12 tracks on this album. And on there was this one tune that uh, uh, this one night in Miami, the character playing Sam Cooke uh, sung uh, uh, it in there, and uh, well, parts of it. And I pulled it down there, and sure enough, I got the whole song, that whole album that uh, was never released in 1963. And it's got a catchy tune. You can tell that it's from uh, that time period. Uh, but you still love it. I don't know why it should be, but lately I can plainly see you're cool to me. Put me down easy. Put me down easy, baby. Don't make it rougher and don't make me suffer. Just put me down easy. 
Hey, that that that, that now all of you folks who uh, you know who are uh, uh, from that generation can uh, uh, can re- can, re- can relate to that uh, sound from the early sixties and stuff. I mean, it moves me because you know I was a young man then. You know, out then uh, <laughs> I was right in my. Uh, uh, adolescent, well, moving from adolescence, actually, I went in the Marine Corps in 1963. In fact, I was in the Marine Corps when this wreck uh, probably was recorded because I went in the Marine Corps in February of 1963, around this time, really, 12th of February. And uh, so, yeah, I was out and about, and that, that was our music, y'all. <laughs> that was our music back then, and uh, the lyrics really had. Uh, some meaning. Gosh, it put me down easy because um, done fell in love with some young lady and uh, she done <laughs> moved on and uh, he was going through some changes trying to trying to uh, cover up the uh, disappointment in this breakup and he was telling her to put him down easy. He couldn't stand the pain. It was uh, a rough <laughs> landing. And, uh, yeah, it's heavy stuff, yeah. I, yeah, that, that was L.C. Cook. That sounds just like his brother Sam. Both of them got, all of them from Mississippi, by the way. Sam Cook is, yeah, that whole family is from Mississippi. Everybody in Mississippi is saying, y'all. <laughs> Well, you know, I can see that all black people could sing. But, yeah, you know, that Mississippi Delta, that's where all the blues folks come from. Yeah, you come out of them kind of fields in Mississippi, you, <laughs> you acquired a lot of uh, 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, that was the L.C. Cook put me down easy. Recorded in 1963. Y'all can go out there and pull that uh, pull the soundtrack down on that uh, 190 Miami, and you'll find uh, a link to that album. I pull it down. I, I think I, I, you can even go out there on, uh, I guess, iTunes. You go out there on iTunes and pull it down. Put me down easy. It'll, Bring it up and affect the whole album that was never released. I think they finally released it, uh, all the material that got recorded under Sam Cooke's uh, label was eventually sold to another company, and uh, that album's well, the album just I think recently got released. Or you know that music is out of vogue right now. Still a great a great tune in my mind. Yeah, just a great, great uh, sound, yeah. Sam Cooke, one of the greatest, greatest voices ever, yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it, Sam Cooke. Yeah, one of the greatest voices ever. And, I, and some of his stuff with the Soul Stirrers, uh, I don't know, the gospel group, the Soul Stirrers, he was out front with them for, before he went out on his own, started singing, uh, uh, 
rock and roll or whatnot, but uh, had some great, great uh, religious hits. The Hymn of My Garment uh, is one of my favorite, but yeah. I've got all this stuff. Sam Cooke wasn't no joke, yeah. Sam Cooke wasn't no joke. <laughs> uh-uh. Great, great voice. Uh, y'all don't know. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I uh, but uh, hmm. Saturday dance I heard they crowded the floor Couldn't bear it without you I don't get around much anymore Thought I'd visit the club Got as far as the door They'd have asked me about you I don't get around much anymore Oh, darling, I guess My mind's more at ease But nevertheless Why stir up old memories Been invited on dates Might have gone But what for Awfully different Without you I don't get around Much anymore Oh I miss that Saturday dance But I heard they Flooded the floor I couldn't bear it without you I don't get around much anymore So I thought I'd visit the club But I only got as far as the door Someone would have asked me about you I don't get around much anymore 
Everybody knows the trouble that I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble that I've seen. Glory, hallelujah. No. Trouble that I've seen, nobody knows my, my sorrow, nobody knows the trouble that I've seen, glory, ha, glory, hallelujah. Sometimes I'm open. Sometimes I'm down, oh, yes, Lord, you know, sometimes I'm almost to the ground, oh, oh, yes, Lord, still, nobody Trouble that I've seen, nobody, nobody knows my, my sorrow, nobody knows the trouble that I've seen, glory, hallelujah, you get back. Coming to oh, 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 yes, Lord, still nobody knows the trouble that I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows. The trouble that I've seen, glory, hallelujah. Oh, that was a woman in the Bible day. She had been sick, sick so very long. But she heard my Jesus was passing by, so she joined the gathering throng. And while she was pushing her way through, someone asked her, what are you trying to do? She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. She cried, oh. Oh, 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 oh,
I've got my pride, but deep down inside, I'm yours, I'm yours alone. This love of ours could always start new. Just call my name, I know, I know, I know I'm not ashamed. I'll come running back to you. Hey, uh, welcome back. That was a little, uh, a little, uh, sample of some of Sam Cooke's uh, stuff. Just like this tomorrow, we celebrate Sam tonight, y'all. Among other great, great, uh, black legends. That was just a sample of Sam Cooke's, uh, music. Um, Great, great talent with our um, most accomplished uh, artist, uh, uh, yeah. If you ain't got them in your uh, music library, I urge everybody to go and uh, pick up Sam's stuff. I urge everybody to go pick his stuff up, yeah. Yeah. Um, we uh, coming up on uh, eight o'clock. Yeah, really gonna be out here all this evening. So we just about to plan uh, this thing down. We still trying to get into the mood of uh, the new year dealing with the pandemic and all that stuff. Y'all staying safe, y'all. Get out and get your vaccination, get your shot. Uh, as far as I can tell, the safe. I've got both of mine's. I've gotten both of my shots, y'all. And I've not had uh, any problems so far. And, uh, yeah, I urge everybody to go out and uh, get vaccinated. I'm not a real big fan of vaccinations and all that stuff. But then I'm not a real big fan of uh, pandemics either. So uh, (laughs) it comes a time when you have to uh, to, uh, 
this, Adam, what uh, what's safer, the pandemic or the vac- vaccines? And uh, right now, I've decided that uh, it's better to uh, to get the vaccines. This pandemic is no joke. Let's go. This coronavirus is devastating our uh, communities, y'all. We've got to put a stop to it. Wear your mask, your face covering, keep your social distancing. We've been hemmed up, y'all, for a year, a better part of a year, now a little over a year. Hopefully that uh, that'll be changing pretty soon. Hopefully, I don't know. You know, it's so crazy. Things are so crazy. Uh, we just hope that uh, things will be getting back to normal here pretty soon. And we'll be able to uh, get out. And we'll be able to get out and socialize a little bit. Uh, attend weddings and the like. Our congregations are even the funerals. We can't even uh, pay proper respect to our our uh, loved ones as they uh, transition. It's been a devastating year for uh, so many of us. And uh, we just hope that uh, things are starting to uh, turn around here. Uh, especially, uh, you know, maybe by this summer we can have some, they say, some semblance of uh, normalcy. Uh, but that it's going to depend on us all doing our part and uh, combating this thing. This is a world worldwide pandemic, yeah. It ain't just uh, uh, your particular neighborhood. This thing is worldwide, and uh, like I said, it's just uh, devastating. Uh, Just a devastating uh, event uh, worldwide. So we got a lot of company. We got a lot of company uh, in this thing. But uh, and look, uh, what like that's the only way we're going to get out of it is if everybody uh, join in and do their part um, I was 
saying a while back, a friend of mine, is, uh, Mr. Boot Robinson, died. And there's a little story about Boot. He's a, a gentleman that uh, I tell you was Alvin Robinson's father, the great NBA basketball player. Uh, Boot, his father, was the one that taught uh, me how to play basketball as a young kid. Uh, and he taught not only me, but uh, so many other young uh, um uh, kids of my age, and uh, uh, yeah, Boot uh, Robertson, great, great basketball player, y'all. Uh, in his day, you know, we play in the park and stuff, but his son, of course, Alvin Robertson, I mean, that whole family was some great athletes, but uh, Alvin went on to the NBA and uh, did some great things uh, in the NBA, y'all. You know, him and Michael Jordan was on the uh, what was that, the 1980 Olympic team? I don't know, 1980 Olympic team. One of those Olympic teams played on the Olympics. They were Michael Jordan. They both played the backcourt. Allen was tough. One of the greatest uh, defensive guards that ever played in the NBA. Yeah. Alvin Robertson's father passed on. Gordon sent out my condolences to him and the rest of the Robertson family. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, um, wow, we all, uh, checking out my generations, getting on out of here, y'all. That's just about going to do it for the Hushville Black Forum this February 20th, 2021. We'll be back out next week, same time, same station. I'll come to you every Saturday over Blog Talk Radio, uh, live and in living color from the ATL. Until uh, next week, y'all, y'all be uh, good. We'll see you right back in next week. Until then, ciao. We out of here. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.